The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. This is one verse, one sentence, one lone woman working in a quiet kitchen with a simple mundane task. There was no miracle, just a picture of everyday life. Well, almost, except for the extravagant amount of flour, but we'll get to that. This morning, we continue our series, The Kingdom of God is Like. Throughout the Gospels, Jesus teaches us, his disciples, about the kingdom of God using parables. This is a kingdom that's ruled with different values and ideals, a way of the world that's so beyond our conception, we have to be told in parables and stories and comparisons. It's related to everyday life, but it's also different. It's something that we can't quite fully capture. It's not static, it's dynamic and moving. It's moving and working through history. It started back with creation and it's still working with us today. Jesus tells us these parables to help us become alert to the kingdom, to help us begin to catch glimpses here and now, to encourage us to join in this holy work of making our lives, this church, Anderson, and beyond, begin to really reflect this kingdom. In short, Jesus tells us these parables so that we'll better understand what exactly we are praying when we say, may your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So what is the kingdom of heaven like? The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. It's like one woman working on an everyday task, but diligently occupied by an extravagant amount of flour. The passage says she was working with three measures of flour, half a bushel, 22 liters, a little over 26 pounds. Now I didn't quite get the reaction, so for any non-bakers, a simple sandwich bread recipe uses 406 grams of flour, or to be exact, which is very important in baking, 0.895 pounds. 0.895. Less than a pound of flour will make an entire sandwich loaf of bread. This woman's working with over 26 pounds of flour. This is enough to feed about 150 people. Anyone else who saw her doing this would probably think she was a little crazy, working with all of this flour all at once. At the very least, they thought she would be a little overzealous. But as we reflect on this crazy baker, this is where we get a picture of what the kingdom of God is like 
It's like a woman covered from head to toe in white dust, sweat forming on her forehead as she continues to knead an extravagant amount of flour. Her body growing stiff and yet continuing to hide the yeast over and over. Her hands growing weary and continuing on the task before them. You know, bread deals a lot with touch, with how the dough feels in your hands. And as a general rule of thumb, when you're kneading bread by hand, if you're starting to grow tired, you should check your dough because it's likely time for the next step. But again, this woman's working with 26 times that amount. When she starts to grow tired, she has to continue working. Her work is not yet done. But once she does finish this laborious process of hiding the yeast and the dough over and over, it's then that she has to do possibly the hardest part. She has to step back. She has to remove her touch and allow the dough to rise. She has to trust the natural process, even if she doesn't quite fully understand how it works. There's no more she can do for the bread but to be patient, to allow time for the bread to rise. Now she may have considered adding even more yeast to make the bread rise faster, to make her waiting shorter, to get to the next step sooner, but she would have known, like many bakers do. Adding more yeast would cause this step to go faster, but it would cause the flavor of the bread to suffer. You see, it's allowing the yeast time to slowly ferment through the dough that creates the unmistakable rich flavor of fresh bread. It's not a process that's meant to be sped up. It's meant to take time to work slowly, but assuredly. And even though she has stepped back, she will be actively waiting. She'll be keeping an eye on the stove, watching for the signs of growth, for the life working within it, so she can be fully aware of the right time to again intervene. I mean, this woman surely has had practice baking bread. I'm sure she did not begin by working with 26 pounds of flour, such an extravagant amount. I bet over time, her hands have grown in strength from consistently kneading dough. Her hands probably have the ability to pull bread straight out of a hot oven without even noticing the scorching heat. Simple, everyday hands attending to kingdom work. You all know the kind, maybe like your mother or your grandmother. Except for my grandfather, Jordan, who passed away when I was little, I can clearly remember my other grandparents' hands. I remember tracing their lines and wrinkles 
and thinking about all that they had come into contact with through their years. My granddaddy's hands in particular were calloused for a banker. His left hand had a stub of a ring finger due to an accident in the workshop. It was just long enough to keep his simple gold wedding band secured. I remember holding his hand for the last time in the hospital. How even in his weakened state, his hand still held such a warmth and a strength. A warmth and strength that his hands had practiced their entire life. The kingdom of God is like a pair of calloused and yet warm hands. As Rachel Held Evans beautifully writes in her book, Searching for Sunday, the hands that pass the peace can pass a meal to a man on the street. The hands that cut together to receive Christ in the bread will extend to receive Christ in the immigrant, the refugee, the lonely, or the sick. Hands plant and uproot. They cook and caress. They repair and rewire and change diapers and dress wounds. Hands tickle giggling children and wipe away tears. Hands rub heaving bellies of big ugly dogs. Hands sanctify all sorts of ordinary things and make them holy. Through touch, God gave us the power to injure or to heal, to wage war or to wash feet. Let us not forget the gravity of that. Let us not forget our call. Church, this is our call to practice our hands in kingdom work, to diligently continue on the tasks before us, even when they do seem mundane or simple in nature, even when we feel overwhelmed by their expanse, even when we can't imagine how this would have any lasting impact or make any big difference in the end. Let us never grow weary in doing what is right. Instead, let us follow the example of this ordinary, unnamed woman, a woman who prepared enough bread to leave no one in need. Because of her kingdom work, loaves abound. Bread is broken, wine is poured, and there is plenty for everyone at the table. We are called to attend to the everyday tasks before us and to watch in amazement as God's spirit breathes on our simple touches, our seemingly mundane actions, making them holy by the presence of Jesus among and within us, and allowing us to catch a glimpse of the splendor, to catch a glimpse of the kingdom of God here and now. The kingdom of God is like 55 women in our church making 1,200 servings of dessert for the haven of rest 
mill ministry. The kingdom of God is like Mr. Dick Simmons, pouring into the lives of children by leading them for over a decade. The kingdom of God is like Becky Estridge, baking delicious bread for communion every month, as well as extra to welcome any visitors. The kingdom of God is like Jonathan Jennings, passionately leading the Saturday Servants Ministry and providing 300 meals for our neighbors every month. The kingdom of God is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. And just as the yeast slowly works through the dough, allowing it time to rise and creating distinctive flavor, so the kingdom of God works. We may not fully understand how. We may sometimes grow weary in our active waiting, but we can trust the process. We can trust that our everyday actions can indeed be holy, that the Spirit's witness in our obedient lives is directly linked to kingdom work. And in so doing, we may start to acquire a taste for the extravagance of God's kingdom, a kingdom where loaves abound. Amen.